0: Joining me is one of the filmmakers that's going to have their work featured as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival. It's Janet Perlman, the writer, director, and animator behind the short The Girl with the Red Beret. It's greens as part of EIFF on Tuesday, September 26th as part of their uh, very, very popular Lunchbox Shorts program that'll be at noon, well actually more like 1210 but be there for 12 you know you get your lunch you get to sit down and see some of the greatest in international short filmmaking uh and the girl with the red beret is one of those at the mutart theater uh which is at the stanley milner library as part of lunchbox shorts janet welcome to the program thank you yeah, it's really good having you here. I checked out the short, The Girl with the Red Beret. And it's funny because I was—I uh, teach a film and media class for high school, too. And one of the things that I've been using the last couple of years when I go through the NFB website is uh, one of your shorts from a little while ago. God, I forgot the name again off the top of my head, but it was The Lobsters from Mars, I think it is. Or? Oh,
1: The Invasion of the Space Lobsters. Yeah, the, the Invasion
0: of the Space yes. Lobsters. One of my favorites, too, because I'm like... Uh, just stylistically and just the tone of it. And uh, when I went through your bio and stuff like that and saw that you did that film as well, I'm like, that completely tracks. This has got the same kind of soul and it's uh, the same kind of fun to it. So- We'll let, uh, we'll let some of the people, talk, we'll let you talk to the people about what The Girl with the Red Beret is about. Um, maybe let's go back to the, what the seeds of this story is for you and also uh, how you came to start to use a very well-known song as a seminal part of The Girl with the Red Beret.
1: Well, I've always liked this song. Since it came out in the 70s, I've always liked it. And I actually, I've known the McGarrigals, I've known the family for since that time as they are in Montreal. I never occurred to me to do a film about it and suddenly it struck me that the film board had done some lovely films based on folk songs and maybe it would be a nice time to do another since it's been a long time. And I thought of, I proposed doing a film to that song. And actually when I proposed it, I had no idea in my head. I just had to have an idea and I I just pulled that, you know from up my sleeve just quickly and um, they were interested the producer was interested and then I had to sit down and say what would I do with this song actually to tell you the truth I don't really listen a lot to lyrics and they're in French, and there's a little bit of slang in there, so I didn't understand every sentence. But usually, I, I listen to melody and rhythm. That's the first thing that strikes me in a song. So I found that was really an inspiring rhythm to do animation to. When I looked at the lyrics, they didn't really evoke a, a story. A, you know, there it's a bunch of I don't know, almost like a stream of consciousness, a selection of ideas. Kind of unrelated to each other, such as, you know, um, but the very beginning lyric was the takeoff point for me to, to come up with a story. And that was this in the song um, she sings that I'm walking along, I'm, I'm walking under St. Catherine Street, uh, uh, taking advantage of the heat in the metro, of the warmth of the metro. And so I had this idea that maybe this could be a metro story. I could see that there was uh, kind of a common experience in every city that has a metro, a subway, people experience pretty much the same thing. And um, I thought there would be a story there. And so that's how it started.
0: (laughs) In the short itself, uh, you know, you juggle a lot of characters. It's almost like there's a... Uh, I think you talked a little bit about this uh, idea of the the universe of the Montreal Metro in some ways. Talk to us a little bit about how you juggle characters outside the titular one of the, the girl with the red beret. She's kind of this almost uh, voyeur into the story a little bit in some ways. And maybe how you juggle all those different people around her that you see and strike that balance of, you know, not taking too much away kind of accomplishing what you need to with these characters within a very short time frame of about five minutes.
1: Yeah, it's very observant. Yes, there's a lot going on in every shot. I decided it was not going to be one of those metro rides, you know, at 6 a.m. or 10 p.m. It was going to be full of people and um, that it would be rich and full. But yes, it was tricky. Not There is a story being told, and this involves the girl with the red beret, a clown, a pickpocket, some horses, a sofa. Um, All of these things play a part in the story and I didn't want people to miss the story or distract by some other bit of animation going on on the other side. So and because it's very fast-paced, I played close attention to where the attention was all the time but I did manage to fill it with a lot of characters and little goings-on and Funny observations. I sat on the metro. I took the metro all the time and was sketching, taking secret photographs. There's the fact is that there were I I I had just so much material. If you sit down in a metro car and pretend you're going to include some characters in an animated film, there's about five or six in every train car (laughs) that, that I that I wanted to include. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff when you look at it that way. There was always room for more, too. If I got another idea, I'd put that character, I'd fit it in somewhere. There was always room for more characters.
0: Janet, are you telling us that you kind of are the girl with the red beret, maybe, it's some way? Um, Or you're well, like, not as a character themselves, but as in this, like, being fascinated with all the people going around you, right? And all the the comings and goings of people and all the unique things that are happening.
1: I mean, I'm fascinated. I'm alternately fascinated, you know, and and also looking at my phone or or reading something like everybody else. But I may have been more fascinated than others, especially when I decided I was doing a film about Metro. But it could be me. But uh, in fact, Anna McGarrigle looked at it and thought it could be her. And it could be Kate McGarrigle, who's passed away. The character is not unlike any of us. Um, I I always wore a red beret. I actually used to wear a red beret. Actually, I used to always wear a beret. And I just discovered a picture of me with a red beret. So that proves it. But it's only vaguely like me. And you know, but it's also, I think, a bit like Anna. So I think it could be anyone who was a girl on a metro. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think we all love to people watch like that, for sure. Uh joining us today is Janet Perlman, the writer, director, and animator behind the short film The Girl with the Red Beret. It's gonna be screening as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival on Tuesday, September 26th at twelve PM at the Mutart Theater. That's at the Stanley Milner Library downtown as part of their very popular Lunchbox Shorts program. You can find out more for tickets if you want to buy them ahead of time, or you can get them at the box office there at the theater at edmontonfilmfest.com. One of the things that you said in an interview is that you like this uh, idea of naive and folk art. How do you employ that style to kind of create the universe of the Montreal Metro as well?
1: One thing is that I've noticed in naive and folk art, something I've always loved is that they a lot of, art forgets about perspective they don't worry about getting all those perspective lines correct and everything you know making sense in its positioning on the canvas and I like that idea of just forgetting about it now I don't always forget about it but much of the time I throw it away and make a design out of all the characters or I um just don't worry so much and be so exact because it's much more interesting when um When you don't follow those rules and uh so there are a lot of artists that i've admired over the years that but i you know i just uh find it very inspiring to look at artwork that that breaks the rules a little bit in terms of draftsmanship
0: well and i love it because you know there's a little bit more of that kind of sense of whimsy to it as well right like it's it's fun you inherently look at it even within those first shots where you start to go into the metro and you, you kind of understand what you're you're in for and it kind of sets it tonally right do you feel that that for you even though people may look at it and and sometimes we obsess over detail Oh, if it's immaculately almost realistic looking, then automatically it has more detail. And when we look at uh, artwork that you maybe do that uh, has a different, uh, like a very specific style that doesn't mean to be realistic, that people may minimize what what goes into even creating that. Do you find that you kind of sweat the details of your own artwork, even though it seems like some people may minimize that? Because they're like, oh, it's not like a thousand little points right here. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, of course. Um, like most animators, um, I labor over every shot. I redo, I rework. Um, I think of some way it can be better and I go back and fix it. I think uh, the character design, everything else, it was just one person working on it in this case, which is unusual for animation. I just did all the drawing, the animation, the, all the animation, and the coloring and the backgrounds. And the edit, you know, it's everything that you see. So that's unusual. And there's no way, of course, I could start to draw fantastically detailed drawings for every every a character. But you know, that's really not very practical for someone doing a drawn animated film anyways. Um, I'd rather put in more characters than actually really put in a lot of detail into the characters but that said there's a lot of care taken in whatever that rough look is that i i settled on for the look of the film
0: and i love it and appreciate that kind of work uh, but i feel like sometimes as time goes on that a larger audience sometimes minimizes it and that's uh that just kind of bums me out that's all it's <laughs> that sometimes well, you
1: know If that's a problem, then there's something wrong with the story, maybe. (laughs) Because I'm hoping that while they hopefully enjoy the visuals, they get involved in the story and in the characters and in the animation. And uh, if they're thinking of, if they're busy looking at all kinds of other details, I think think I've lost them. And (laughs) so it's not, anyways, it doesn't try to be, you know, a 3D animated film. It doesn't try to be um, a certain kind of realistic or or incredibly sketched, semi-realistic drawing. It's it's definitely um, cartoon in a way.
0: So as you go through this, you talk to us a little bit about your own experiences of riding the metro in Montreal and kind of almost, you know, uh, picking, choosing, calling through all these different people who are fascinating and inspiring you as you watch that. I think there's also a certain universal level to that of any of us that kind of are in those public places and we're we're watching, you know, something going on, an event or other people and just how they're interacting and stuff like that. Have you found from some people that are like, even though your story is specifically set in Montreal and is inspired by that place, that you find that other people in other cities or other places have been like, oh my God, this is exactly like this, even though they may live somewhere completely different.
1: Yeah. There's a lot in common with any metro or bus ride or plane ride. You're thrown into basically a room with a bunch of strangers in close proximity, and you're going to hang out with these people and then leave that room never to see any of them again. It's a weird thing when you think about it. But I mean, it's not even like if you're in a class of people, you'll see them again at the next class. But if you're in a bus, you're not going to see them again. Or maybe if you start to see repeats, you'll notice. But, you know, I haven't seen any repeats. Maybe that's just the size of the city. I don't know. Or that I don't always do the same thing at the exact same time. But uh, it's a strange idea that you're traveling through space with strangers and then they go away and you have a new set of strangers on another it's it's weird when you think about it, but uh, that's what we do all the time. We're used to it.
0: Yeah, because I loved that when I saw it. It was it was like things that many of us do is we create our own kind of narrative and get involved with people that we actually have no direct connection with, but just because we're sharing that place together, that that we feel some sort of inherent connection.
1: Um, yeah, there's all kinds of things you take pick up on. You know what they're doing what they're wearing, uh, what they look like, uh, their, their features. Um, all of these things, you can build a kind of story around them. And some are more interesting than others. Some of them are going to talk to everybody on on the bus. And, you know, sometimes you have a nice exchange because, I don't know, someone helped someone. That's about the best kind of exchange you see when when someone's helpful because it's just they're all strangers and uh really bizarre dress uh definitely catches my attention
0: <laughs> well if you're out there and you're listening to janet perlman and uh this uh you're like us where you like to to see the uh, wonderful, interesting people that surround you in those kind of public spaces, you'll want to be checking out the animated short The Girl with the Red Beret on Tuesday, September 26th at 12 p.m. as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival at the Muttart Theater, which is at the Stanley Milner Library downtown. You can get those tickets for lunchbox shorts and uh, and get the fantastic food that comes along with the screening as well. Uh, find tickets at EdmontonFilmFest dot com or show up at the Mutart Theater at the library and uh, pay there as well. Uh, Janet, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate the uh, the beautiful films that you've done, and uh, I love that when I go on to NFB, I can always get like automatically into some of the an artist's previous works as well. And then I was super excited. I was like, oh my God, I've already been using Janet's stuff in some of my classes. So that was so cool to be able to, to make that connection as well.
1: That's really rewarding to hear. And thank you so much. I really love talking to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks. Check out more of Janet's works on NFB and you can find out more about her and the Girl with Red Beret on their website.